make sure that whatever you're doing, you're dreaming big. This tip comes from Kate, founder of So Creative, and she shared with us a little while ago that she had a chat with her partner and his question was, what would you love to be doing? How would you love to be spending your days? And Kate said, I would absolutely love to spend my days getting paid to sew. But then she stopped herself straight after and she said, but that's not a real job. No one gets paid to do that. I couldn't even, that doesn't exist. I couldn't do that. But actually, by dreaming big and allowing herself to consider that as a career opportunity, Kate then went on to pursue those dreams and she now runs an amazing business, So Creative, where she is doing just that. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Story by the Podcast. I'm Jess and I am so happy that you are here. We are going to be talking all things career clarity today. So if you are currently feeling a little bit on the confused side and you are looking for some really practical tips about what you can do next to help uncover those career desires, then I think you're going to love this episode. We're going to be really looking at four tips that you can implement to help move yourself in that direction of career clarity. And they're tips that either I have found super useful in my own experiences, or they are tips that some of the founders we have already spoken to have shared with us. So they are tried and tested. They are super powerful and I think that you are going to love them. So before we get into the tips and the practical tools that we can use to help move forward in our careers, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the importance of already knowing that we have the answers within us. I think it can be really easy when we are looking for a bit of guidance or clarity to turn our awareness outside of ourselves and it can be really easy to get drawn in by a lot of external sources and one of the reasons I know it's easy for that to be done is that I definitely did it myself. So when I graduated and I felt so clueless and confused about what I was going to do next, I was all about those quizzes about find what perfect career suits you and books about you know what you should be doing and I think whilst those definitely have their place because they can help kind of spark ideas for us and spark maybe thoughts that we hadn't had I think they can also create a lot of noise and a lot of distraction and I know for me that I was all about the distraction rather than going with him but now looking back and now after doing a lot of personal development work and speaking to a lot of founders who have had amazing success it's really become clear that we have everything we already need inside of us in terms of answers and awareness so rather than going outwards and and looking for this kind of external guidance it's really important that we start looking within and peeling off any layers, any any self-limiting beliefs that we might have put on ourselves over the years or other people have put on us and just really look inside. So these tips and these strategies that we're going to talk about today are really, really useful for peeling back those layers, for getting to the truth and the answers that are inside of yourself rather than relying on these external distractions and this external noise so it's really important to give yourself permission to explore 
what you want to do. So when we're going into these tips, it's really important to have an open mind about allowing yourself to be truthful about what you love, what you enjoy, what your passions might be, and giving yourself permission as well to take those first steps to get there. And something that I learned about giving myself permission was when I um, first came out of university, I went and worked in a big multinational marketing agency, which was amazing at the time and probably is another story for another day, but it was not feeding my soul. So I tried to do some other things that would maybe support those passions a little bit more. One of those was starting a jewellery business. And whilst I really enjoyed the creative part, like, you know, the practical side of actually making the jewellery and having a bit of a design, something that I found myself doing was giving myself a lot of time for the blog side of the business. So I also had a website and I would write about the jewellery and the meaning behind it. And I found myself really being pulled to write about personal development as well in there. So whilst I'd started this business to create jewellery, it was actually kind of turning into something else. And at the time I was like, no, this is a jewellery business. I need to focus on this. But actually, as I gave myself permission to explore that side of things and think "Mm, maybe this is something that I do really enjoy that's when I started to move forward and kind of open my eyes up to a part of me that probably I hadn't given much attention before I'd just dismissed any ideas about about that kind of thing so when you are going forward with these exercises it's really important that you give yourself permission to absolutely be honest with yourself and also to embrace whatever comes up because chances are it'll spark something inside of you and it's only when we start to take those first steps towards those sparks of the joy and starting to understand our passions that we can really move forward with excitement and all the good feelings that we need to create the career of our dreams. So the first tip today is to look for clues about your passions. As I mentioned, everything that you need to know, all the answers are already inside of you. And chances are that they are kind of seeping out into your life in some way or another. So something that I love to do is to talk to people, whether it's clients or people who are just looking for advice about what you surround yourself with. So go and take a little look at your bookshelf or maybe look at your podcast library and see if there are any themes coming through. So when I did this myself, when I was needing some guidance a little while ago and I started to look at things like that, I really started to notice any patterns. And I looked at my bookshelf and it was just full of books about what it takes to be successful, about businesses, about people who had created their empires from nothing and all these kinds of books that absolutely lit me up. But to be honest, (laughs) I thought everyone had this kind of interest and it was only when I moved in with my boyfriend and we combined bookshelves and his books were so specific to him They were photography books, they were books about film, they were just so different to what was on my bookshelf 
And that was a bit of a an eye-opening moment for me in realizing that not everyone loves what you love and your passions are quite unique to you. So have a little look at your own bookshelf and have a look at your podcast library as well and see what is coming up for you. Maybe all the books on your bookshelf are about self-care, about meditation and yoga and how to nourish your body and your podcasts are the same. So these types of themes, you might think that everyone has the same interests and everyone's reading the same books as you, but they're probably not. And it's probably a really good indicator of your passions and your values. So use that as a starting point. I think that can be really, really beneficial. So the second tip is to ask people who are close to you and your loved ones how they describe you and I love this idea it actually came from Zoe who is founder of Body Barn over in Altrincham and she shared her story with us and one of the moments that she had it was a light bulb moment was on her Hindu and her friends and family were playing a giant game of Jenga and there was an activity to write words on the Jenga blocks about how they describe Zoe. And there were all things around fitness and well-being that Zoe hadn't necessarily thought of describing herself like that. But when she did, it was like her friends and family were helping see, helping her to see into her soul and her values and we mentioned that you've got everything inside of you that sometimes these loved ones are able to kind of give us a little insight into that because we just can't see it for ourselves so that is a really great thing to do if you have loved ones around you who know you well and who you know are going to be able to give you a really honest opinion and the third tip is to create a mind map of how you love spending your time like what do you lose yourself doing because that can be such a great insight into the direction that our career might take or something that we'd love to do. And this is something that Kate, co-founder of The Garden and Yoga Teacher did. So when she was in a place where she knew she wanted to change careers, but she just didn't know what she wanted to do, she shared with us at one of the events that she created a mind map. And on there, she put her three favorite things of how she loved spending her time. So for her, it was around well-being, kids and animals. And she then took her first step towards moving to the one that she felt pulled to do on there. So that can be a really nice idea just to get your ideas on paper about what you love doing, how you love spending your time, and then use that as almost like a, a launching point for what you're going to do next. And the fourth and final tip is to make sure that whatever you're doing, you're dreaming big and not limiting yourself. So this tip comes from Kate, founder of So Creative, and she shared with us a little while ago that when she was just having enough of the career that she was in at the time, she had a chat with her partner and his question was, what would you love to be doing? How would you love to be spending your days? And at the time, Kate found it really difficult to answer the question. So she was, you know, thinking practically, well, I could do this, I could get paid for this. But he persisted in saying, no, what would you love to do? You know, no matter what, don't think about the money. And Kate said, I would absolutely love to spend my days getting paid to sew. 
But then she stopped herself straight after and she said, but that's not a real job. No one gets paid to do that. I couldn't even, that doesn't exist. I couldn't do that. But actually by dreaming big and allowing herself to consider that as a career opportunity, Kate then went on to pursue those dreams and she now runs an amazing business, So Creative, where she is doing just that. She is getting paid to sew every day and to teach others to do so. And I think that if we put those limits on ourselves and we don't allow ourselves to dream big, we can lose any sparks, any any passions for what we want to do because it's such a diluted version that it doesn't drive us to go and go for those goals and pursue what we what we absolutely love. So it's so important to to dream big and to not put any practical limits on ourselves because really, why shouldn't we dream big? You know, why shouldn't we go after things? And we're all about creating the career of your dreams. And if you do stop yourself and if you do try and make it a little bit more practical and you start thinking about what it should look like instead of what you want it to look like, it can really dishearten us so we need that big dream we need that passion that is going to drive us to keep going every day to work through the stuff that's a bit of a challenge and to have that clarity around what we would love even if it seems a little bit far-fetched a little bit unrealistic it doesn't matter you have to dream big because why are you going to go after something otherwise we have to dream big So they are four top tips to find some clarity if you are feeling stuck right now. So I really, really hope that they give you some ideas on how to move forward. So look at your interests, your current passions, where are they lying? What are your books saying to you? What is your podcast library showing you? What themes are in there? And how would others describe you? get them to write a few words about you and your passions and see if that kind of acts as a mirror to show what you think is inside of you. Whether you agree or not, it can be really, really useful. And get yourself a pen and paper and mind map what you love doing, how you love spending your time, and then think about how you can take some first steps towards anyone or all of those points. And finally, dream big and really allow yourself to think, what would I love to do if money were no object, if I could get paid to do anything, how would I spend my days? And don't negotiate with yourself, don't dilute it down, dream big and get excited. And then hopefully when you've done one or more of these exercises, you'll have a little bit of an indicator about where you'd like to be moving forward and having a bit of a compass and some direction in what you'd like to be doing next. And remember as well to come back to these exercises if you are ever feeling a little bit lost or if you're feeling unsure, because as we move forward and grow, often our interests and our passions can change slightly too. And so having these exercises to come back to can be a really nice time to take some reflection inwards and to just either reaffirm that you are on the right path for you and you're doing what makes your heart sing or maybe you will have some reflection time and think that you might want to change course a little bit. So whatever it is, remember that no one 
needs to give you that external validation, that external telling of what you should be doing next. It's all inside of you. You already know. Just give yourself some time to have a reflect and to go inside, find somewhere quiet, do the exercises, give that little intuition voice a listen and I'm sure that you will be feeling super clear soon or at least on your way to knowing what lights you up that little bit more. And if you want to do another bit of exercise, if you are feeling called to, then you can download the free Discover Your Core Values workbook over on the Story By website. Um, you can find it at storyby.co.uk forward slash tools and there are some really good additional exercises in that as well that can help you dig a little bit deeper on those passions to find out your core values so that you can use these again as a compass and you can give yourself a little bit of direction when you are feeling lost. So I think that you will find that really useful if you are looking for a little bit of support in the area. So I hope that you have loved this episode today. If you want to learn more, then come and find me on Instagram at storybyco. And if you want to drop me an email for any support or any feedback, then please do. You can email me at jess at storyby.co.uk. And if you have enjoyed this episode, I would so love it if you subscribed on Apple Podcasts and left a review if you think that you would like to share the message with other people and that they would enjoy it too. So thank you so, so much for listening. I hope this has been useful and I look forward to speaking to you soon.